Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! You guys ever uh, get into barbecue? I mean, an excuse for men to get up at four in the morning and put wood on a thing and drink for I like, like 11 hours? Thing that's been I don't get on. up at four in the morning, but I like to smoke things. Guys that meats. smoke things for 18 hours? Well, I think that's crazy. 18 hours of I might be hungry 18 hours yeah. from now. You're going to start the day before and you give but, up yeah, your Yeah, barbecuing. Yeah. I want to be friends with those people There's, so I can show up like right before it's Are you a, I do that. Are you yeah. a charcoal You want to come over to my house? How about this? If you come over to my house this summer, I... Will smoke meats for you. A brisket? I'll do a brisket and some ribs. I'll I'll, I'll do it. We'll call, call me about forty five minutes. Come be- over and drink with. Call me when it's about forty five minutes from being. Oh come done. on, come over two hours before. Call right, me like an hour hours. after, and then if you could wrap it up and just put it on the, the front porch, <laughs> yeah. and I'll just pick it up. This episode of Southside Pop brought to you proudly by Family Waterproofing Solutions. It's all about keeping water out of your basement, protecting your foundation. You heard the ad at the beginning of the show. Remember, they have that express service. Nobody does that. Nobody puts the price right on the website like Family Waterproofing Solutions. You know what you want. You see the cost right on the site. You order, you schedule on-site immediately for quick service. 24-7, give them a call, 708-330-4466. Your basement's best defense is at FamilyDry.com. We got a pizza place with a purpose on this show today. Tim O'Brien from the Beverly Review is going to talk Papa Hops that just happened this past week. And our good friend Kramer is going to join us again from Cork and Carry with a couple of gripes. I want to try your ribs. All right. We'll make how some much, this up. How much for one rib? <laughs> Southside Pod at Pizza Pete's, and I have John Skopik here. How are you? Good. I'm wonderful. How about you today? I'm good. So I'm learning your story here, and I'm amazed. You're a guy who had a, a really good motivation for opening up a pizza place on the south side and now suddenly you have two pizza places on the south side we're in frankfurt your first one was in orland park to explain everybody why you decided to get into pizza making so i'm a, a state farm agent by by trade my wife's uh, in the medical field and our middle daughter's 22 years old and she had um was born with cerebral palsy and you know worked through high school but physicals and, and some you know the limitations she had we knew college wasn't going to be the you know the 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 path for her and she had worked at Aurelio's here in Frankfurt for almost all of high school so we kind of thought ah, maybe something in that realm so uh, a friend had reached out to me asked me if I was still looking for a place and that the the original owner of Pizza Pizza in Orland Jack was retiring and moving uh, so we took a look at it and kind of negotiated and, and got into the business to kind of give Danielle some purpose and give her some, a place to run and stuff. So she's 
answering the phone usually when you order out here in Frankfurt about 80% of the time. That sounds like what I think most dads would do. They'd be like, I got to take care of my little girl, and, and that's incredible. But then the, the fact that you turn around within a couple of years and you go, and now I'm going to open one in Frankfurt too. Like you got Orland and Frankfurt. How did that come about? Yeah, so Frankfurt was, I mean, there was there really was no plan to expand or, or do anything, but I live out here in Frankfurt, and there was a uh, – a closed down pizza place that had been here prior. Um, and then when we heard that Amazon was coming through, it was kind of one of those, all right, this might be an opportunity that's too good to, to pass up. So we opened uh, Frankfurt in January of 2021, and uh, we've been kind of rocking and rolling here ever since. This is the Pizza Pete's Pizza. And I was like, first, I was asking before we started, I was like, okay, well, how do you come up with a recipe? And you're like, this is an old recipe. This is this is something that's been around for a while. Yeah, so Pizza Pete's been around since 1967. There were, and I'm not sure about the numbers, the, the history is a little foggy, uh, but there were six or seven locations here on the south side. And for one reason or another, they all kind of shuttered in, I think in the late 70s, early 80s. And Orland kind of flourished. And uh, so it's been around. We haven't changed the recipe. Uh, it was always one of my favorite pizzas growing up. I grew up in Orland Park. Um, we thought we had a, a solid business plan in a place that, you know, adding some technology and thing they didn't, things they didn't have and some marketing um, that we had the product to, to be really successful. It's really good. Well, thank I you forgot very much. you just took it out of the oven, though. Yeah, I burned your face off. Sorry about that. <laughs> I definitely tried it. I did that whole thing. Like, if you watch the YouTube channel, I, I almost lost the cheese right on the floor here while you were talking. It's incredible. But it's really good. When you get into making pizzas and you start off, you may have a recipe, but I would imagine early on, there's a lot of like trial and error, like trying to figure out how to do it. How long did it take for you? Is yeah. somebody basically starting cold in the business, you know, to, to get it all right? Yeah. And the old owners were, they were awesome. Uh, Jack's daughter, Debbie Mattis, she stayed on for, I think it was almost a month and kind of ran us through the paces in Orland of kind of how everything worked. And it's not as easy as it looks to make a really good pizza, but it's also, you know, the repetition and, and doing it over and over again, and you make sure you get it right. You know, we've had some hiccups along the way. There's been some growing pains, but uh, but we're pretty happy with the product on a daily basis. So I always ask people that that have pizza places, like how they handle, essentially in Chicago, pe people just take their pizza way too seriously. They're like, no, 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 thin crust is uh, Chicago. No, 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 deep dish is, is Chicago. No, 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 this place is better. No, no, this place is better. Like, how do you... How do you deal with that as a pizza owner? Do you just try to ignore it or do you jump in the fray? No, we like to jump in the fray. I always tell people, uh, especially when I have, we have friends or family or somebody comes in from out of town, I'm like, deep dish is not real Chicago pizza. That's what tu <laughs> tourists eat. I go, we probably eat that stuff once, once every three months. Um, and ours is what I consider like the traditional, when you think of, especially on the south side, you think of a, a tavern-style pizza, you know, square cut, uh, cracker crisp crust oh it definitely thin. has that you know it's got that crunch it also um, has a little sweetness to it too which i yeah, which yeah, i it's like not, it's not crazy s sweet no no but it's, it's got not a, it's not it's, it's not a, a jar hint, of yeah. welch's jelly sweet but it's it's sweet it's got a little little bit a little bit of taste yeah, to it. yeah yeah we got a little bit of sweet in it it's 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 the sauce is fantastic it's we make it in-house we still do that we still shred all our own cheese our cheese is a blend of two different mozzarellas so we kind of have stuck to if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality of we're not going to change the pizza. We're not doing anything uh, with the pizza uh, because that's 
you know, you've been in business for 50 something years. You must be doing something right. Yeah, so. exactly. What is there a favorite? Is there something that like, I mean, is Orland Frank and uh, and Frankfurt, are they basically the same style sells the best? Or is there is there something where like this? This is a pizza, pizza, pizza. Like sometimes you see people they have a signature style. What what comes rolling out of here? You think the most? Yeah, well, I, you know, I think just Chicago in general is, I, you know, sausage, cheese and sausage is probably our biggest seller. Um but one of the things that we have that's unique, and it's kind of a, it's a little known secret, uh, but it's unbelievably amazing, is we have a pizza called the Double Decker, which is crust, your toppings, cheese, crust, sauce, what? toppings, cheese. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> I can only eat about is, two squares no, hold on of it. A second. Is this something that was meal. already part of Pizza Pete's, or yeah, is this that, something was, you came up with as a as a crazy brand new pizza? No, I, I wish I had the idea, but yeah, it's it's funny because I grew up in Orland Park and have been eating Pizza Pete's since I mean, almost as long as I've been alive, and I had never even heard of it, and it's kind of like one of those little secret things, but. We've been. Is it on the menu? Or is it something more, that, yeah, like, it's on oh, the, we wow. put it on the menu now. I don't Holy think it was cow. originally. It was just kind of one a of those pizza things on top you of had pizza. to know. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's a meal though. It's I <laughs> a small could probably feed a family of four because it's it's and it's funny because the first time people try it, we hand them the box and right. it feels it's almost it's even heavier than a than a stuffed pizza just because it's there's so much to it. That's um, insane. I also noticed, and, and I noticed this, I don't want to embarrass you when I came walking in, like right away, you knew somebody that came walking in, you're like, I want to make sure they're getting the discount. Then you found out there was a big, then you were like, oh, it's Monday. We give a big <laughs> yeah. discount to everybody on Mondays. Yeah, we do and, a 40% and, off Monday and I kind of forget, I, you know, I work seven days a week, so every day is Monday for but me. But I see but. that and I see your website as well and the, the the charitable organizations you give to, it seems to me like, it's not like you you said, I'm going to stop being a state farm agent and I'm going into the pizza business. It's kind of like, it's you're like, this pizza business serves a purpose and I'm not trying to get rich off the pizza business, so I'm going to take care of like family, friends, regular customers have these discount days, give the charity. I, you know, you don't see that with every business. Yeah. And I think that's, um, you know, for my wife and I, that was, that's one of the advantages, right? We, you know, we feed our family and, and, you know, pay our bills through other businesses. So we don't take, you know, profit, you know, obviously it's still important, you know, you don't want to lose, lose money on much, pizza, yeah. right? You know, you don't want to be bringing home pizzas every night. Going, we got to eat these. Somebody's, you know, you yeah. want it to work, yeah. Yeah. So, but we, so you know, profitability hasn't been um, as as centers it would be for a lot of other small family businesses. So we've been able to give a ton back. We do almost every Tuesday. We do a uh, pizza for a purpose, which will will team with a local charity, and then twenty percent of the sales for that day goes to to that charity um we donate a lot of places and and personally i spent a lot of time working with organizations and stuff so it's kind of part of our mission right is you know we've been blessed in life and to kind of carry that forward and pay that forward awesome well, give me the locations for anybody that's never heard of you oh sure the uh, one in orland park is 14324 south lagrange road uh, that phone number is 708-349-6660. And we're sitting here in the uh, Frankfurt location, which is 19860 South Harlem Avenue in Frankfurt. And that phone number is 815-806-8300. I love that. I love that you're able to rattle it right off. You're like, <laughs> it's, I'm surprised I didn't give out my State Farm phone number. I've been known to do that a time or two, answer the phone here. State Farm, how can I help you? And I'm like, <laughs> That's awesome. Well, John, first of all, the pizza's really good. 
Um, I, I love the story as to why that you did it, uh, and 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 the fact that it's working out for you, and the fact that you're you're, you're giving back to the community. It's it's all great stuff, and it's just awesome to hear. And I appreciate you uh, sharing your pizza with us. Oh, perfect! I appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming out. I have a confession to make. It's true, and I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. We're going to spend a little bit of time in Beverly on this episode of Southside Power. We're going to hit Cork and Cary around 106th and Western in just a moment and speak with our good friend Kramer over there and find out what's driving him nuts. But also they got a they got a musical act coming in this weekend. A lot of stuff going on out on that patio. A guy that writes for the Beverly Review that we've also talked to a bunch of times, Tim O'Brien joins us on the line. How are you, Tim? I'm good, Chris. I appreciate having me back on. Oh, thanks for jumping on. Normally, I think football season, I want to hear from Tim O'Brien. He's covering all of the football that's going on in the local high schools. I figure in the spring, it's basketball, right? And there's just, there's other sports as well that we've chatted about here on Southside Pod. But, but when summer hits, I just figure you don't have anything to do. And then I see you like posting like crazy, all these awards and stuff like that. And I, I think to myself, I guess that's better than you going out and covering church league 16 inch softball for the summer. Right? Well, it depends. Uh, and that's always my boss's joke that, okay, baseball, softball's in the books. Are we doing like tiddlywinks? What are we doing this summer? What do you got in the paper? <laughs> Why do we have you employed, Tim? That's what your boss well, says. Right, exactly. I got to, I got to prove, you know, my, my worth every summer. Um, and that's kind of the standard joke. Like uh, if you go and run 12 back-to-back marathons in February, I'm not that interested. You know, there's a lot going on in the summer. If your four-year-old hits a ball over your backyard fence, there's a good chance I'll write a story about it. Like it's uh, anything and everything is a story in the summer. And I joke, of course, there's a, there's always something going on. It's just digging a little bit more than usual to find it, catching up with some kids in college or locally in high school, what they're up to. But yeah, it's a bit of a refocus in the summer because it is more work to find stories than you know, August through May, when you can throw a rock and find a story at some high school, at some football field, some basketball court. So, yeah, it's a, a different kind of busy. I would imagine your baseball coverage got extended. We haven't talked since it happened, but Brother Rice made a run, man. They came close this year. It was kind of surprising to see because the potential was there all year for the Crusaders, and they had a small but talented senior class and then just a ton of underclassmen that, Played well, took some lumps, and all of a sudden they caught fire at the perfect time. Uh, the sophomores and the juniors kind of put that inexperience behind them. The seniors put the team on their back. And, yeah, they came real close to 
you know, pulling off that state title. Um, it, it was just a, you had a good feeling where it's like, okay, they're gonna, they just got a rally couple runs here and they couldn't quite get it done, but it was a heck of a run for that team, especially just considering kind of the ups and downs they battled all spring for sure. I get the feeling that covering that program, that their baseball program, and also some other programs around the South Side, that it, it almost starts to feel like you're you're covering college or even pro sports. I mean, I, I I look at what they do with their social media. Just Rice is an example, but some of the other schools do it as well. And they've got guys putting together video packages that are better than what the White Sox put together. Well, that's the funny thing. The uh, I was at a, uh, Max Bruce's basketball camp earlier today, and they were all like, oh, you want to talk to Max? I was like, no, I want to talk to your video guy because he was a, a Brother Rice grad, and he's at Mizzou now, and he's killing it you know, putting these video packages together. And that's kind of the thing. Like you, you talk to these kids and they've been interviewed on the travel circuit, uh, you know, locally, Southtown, Sun-Times, uh, all the local media outlets. So yeah, you look at programs that across the different sports, Brother Ice Baseball, Marist Softball, Mother Macaulay, Marist Volleyball, basically all my football teams locally, Mount Carmel, San Rita, Rice, all the usual suspects. These kids know what they're doing, and they've got kind of a backing of, yeah, social media, they bring their A game with this stuff. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's got kind of a, like, college feel to it. And that's kind of where things have trended in recent years with just the people love their high school sports coverage. And, you know, that's part of the fun of what I get to do. Were you out at Papa Hops this past weekend? I was. I uh, was turning into Tom Skilling all week, trying to predict that weather forecast because it did not look like they were going to be able to get the – the tournament in and the weather cooperated for about 90% of the tournament. And then the championship got rained out. So they're uh, depending on when this is going, uh, it'll the be championship. I believe Wednesday night was the championship. This comes out on, on Thursday morning. So it, the champion's been crowned by the time that people will hear you. For sure. It sounds to me like what I heard, and I've only heard it through the grapevine because, you know, I, I'm out everywhere and I chat with everybody on the south side, that they had some issue with the power. And then right after the power went out, the rain hit. So it was almost like perfect timing because they were going to have a problem continuing the game anyway. And then they got hit with a rainstorm. Now, that might not be true. I mean, you never know. You hear things on the south side. There's a, there's 15 million rumors about 15 million things. But I am glad that they were able to get in the majority of it because it's such a big event. And, you know, I was out at it last year, and they were nice enough to have me announce the final game for them last season. And and it's just such a fun event. So many people are out there, and, and such a big thing in the community. What, what was it? Was it bigger and better this year than it was last year? Because it seems to me like it gets bigger every year. It's one of those events that everyone in the South Side of Chicago. Oh yeah, there's a 16-inch tournament up at St. Christina or Beverly or Mount Greenwood, whatever. This is one that I, I always enjoy going up to. There's some energy there. Uh, it's got a party atmosphere because so many people are there rooting on their friends, their family. They're all, oh, I used to play for this team. I always joke with Liam Hopkins, who helps run the tournament. He started the tournament in 2014. I said, okay, I'll trust you, ballpark it. How many people do you think are out here today? And I didn't ask him last week because it felt like the weather impacted it a little bit. It wasn't as crazy a crowd as usual, but it was still a crowd. You know, there's 2,500, 3,000 people at, at your local park cheering on your local 16-inch guys, which is always fun to see. Um, I always recommend it. If if people ask, like, hey, what about the Papa Hops? Just go out and check out some games. You don't have to stay for the championship, but there's some energy. These guys are, you know, it's 16-inch softball, but these guys are freakish athletes. Like, they know what they're doing. Like, it is high-level stuff, 
And these guys want to win this tournament. That's why there is a big debate on getting it in or postponing it. Do we wait it out? You know, these these guys, this is a big thing for them as much as anybody in it. And in the process, they raise a ton of money for uh, helping local families who have been impacted by cancer, helping local local youth sports. I mean, it, it can't you can't miss. This is good stuff on all levels. So the Tom Hopkins Foundation and the Hopkins family does a, a really good job with it. Tim O'Brien writes for the Beverly Review. He's always looking for stories in the summertime. If I would have known it, Tim, uh, that you were looking for these stories, I would have reached out to you after I walked it off in the family wiffle ball game in extra innings on the 4th of July. See, we're talking like I got to call the printer and tell him to stop. Like, we got to redo the cover on that because that's like (laughs) that's above the fold. Story number one, Art Lincoln online with your video. Like any story is a good story this time of year. So, you know, next time. Think of me first. Awesome. Check out Tim at the Beverly Review, and uh, thanks so much, my friend. We'll talk to you when football season comes around. Yeah, we're looking forward to it, Chris. I appreciate you having me on, as always. It is now time for your Southside Pod Bulletin Board, brought to you by the brand new Spoken Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie, a 21 and over experience, an incredible selection of wines and some great food there as well. See more at SpokenVineWines.com. This weekend, big stuff going on at the breweries in Tinley Park. Saturday, the 22nd, Sound Growlers having their anniversary a ticketed event with live music, Rain or Shine. 20 bucks a piece and you get to see Wraith, Coke Goat, Chokesetter, These Beasts, and Bongzilla. I'm a big Bongzilla fan from back in the day. Sound Growlers turning six. They're going to have an artisan market set up there as well. Drink some beer, check out some tents with some artists, and of course, have a delicious taco. On Sunday in Tinley... The flurry of Maker's Artisan Market returns to Hailstorm Brewing. I love Hailstorm Brewing in Tinley Park. Indoor, outdoor, all kinds of artisan crafts. This is a big, giant beer hall with a scratch-made kitchen with some amazing food. Those wings have already been featured on Chicago's Best. They have one of the best selections a tap room will give you in any brewery in the Chicago area. And you're going to see me there. Look for me and anybody else from Southside Pod milling about at the event. It kicks off at 11 a.m. and goes until 5. Sound Growler on Saturday, Hailstorm on Sunday. Then just mark it down on your calendar that next week on the 29th, the Summer Ween Market at Sound Growler. Yes, they're back at Sound Growler. Summer, Halloween, taco, artist, beer. Noon until 5, going to be a great event. Tinley's Breweries are on fire. I don't know if you've noticed, they got a trolley now that takes you to all the different breweries in Tinley Park. I think we're going to have to ride that trolley on Southside Pod. Meanwhile, around the rest of the Southside, Palis has an outdoor concert that's free. Ron Flying Fingers Stetta playing guitar over at the Palis Heights Senior Living. 7 until 9 p.m. on Friday night. Also on Friday night, 10 p.m. until midnight, TNT and ACDC Tribute at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park. On Saturday, you may have missed it on the last episode, go back and listen to Father Tom Hurley talk all about Southside Summerfest at Marist Stadium. Freddie Jones Band is the headliner, but several acts out there, gonna be a blast. Also on Saturday, kicking off at 9.30, 65 North Pickers are playing Hearts Saloon in Evergreen Park right around 99th and Western. 
and out in Lamont, Mel and Tom descend upon Matt's barbecue once again. We talk barbecue at the beginning of the show. As we get to the end of the show, I'm really thinking about some barbecue. Matt's one of the best places. Get out to Lamont, check that out. Our last segment here on Southside Pod brought to you proudly by SidSauce.net Hot Sauces that you can find at one of these artisan markets that I mentioned. Tinley, again, Soundgrowler, Hailstorm, blowing up this weekend. That's where I found Sid Sauce, the only hot sauce I use now. Peppers grown on the south side, the sauce is made here, and pretty much all of you can get it delivered for free to your door. Check out everything they have to offer at SidSauce.net. Now let's get to Cork and Carrie and Beverly and have a beer. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here, I love that pitcher of beer. I'm at Cork and Carrie and we're outside in the patio. I love the fact we can do this. I love the summer. Absolutely, yeah. Kramer's with me. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm good. How are we feeling? I'm doing better. Good. I'm doing good. better. I know you know that I, I, I hurt myself. I was down and out. I was laying on my back. I had to drink all my beer from a laying prone position for about the month of June. But I'm back for July and I'm ready to make up for lost time. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. This well, is a happening place on uh, on the weekends, I know for sure. Oh yeah. You yeah. get a you get a good crowd out here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, good mixture, young and old, and you know the the old go and the young come at, at the there's like a witching point and then you know everything. I've seen good. that before. Yeah. I've been here on nights when it's like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I've done that before. Yeah. Like I've been here and I've been hanging out and I got the older crowd and I'm on the patio and then all of a sudden like I got younger cousins that are like in their twenties. Oh yeah. And and my my, my twenty one. Yeah. 21. Oh no no I'm saying he's older twenties. Yeah. He's a yeah. fireman, so okay. trust me, he's yeah. an adult, okay? Yeah. And he comes walking in. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah. He's like, what are you doing here, yeah. old man? Like, right. it kind of changes a little bit right. as the night goes on. Well, you know what? As I get older, too, I always make fun of my friends because, you know, they, they're always like, it's so young in there at a certain hour. And it's like, you know, we were doing the same things. Yeah. You know, like, it, God bless the youth. Like, just because we're not there anymore. Hey, it's. I'm everyone, jealous you know, of them. Exactly. I want to hang out with them, except I look like the old guy. Yeah, yeah right. See, that, you know, that's the biggest problem, I think, with being older is that like i have the heart yeah. of a young person oh yeah so do i i want to hang yeah. out with the young people absolutely i want yeah. my wife to go home so i can talk to the 25 year old girls but she'll kill me for doing it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well you know what I, that's why you should have just stayed single like me but uh you know it's like i mean just between the people you meet with the work and stuff like that you know i i have a nice group of younger friends and older friends you know what you know it's what you make of it but as long as everyone's having fun you know Let's keep doing it. There you, know? you go. So, and and is this where you you pull up the food trucks? Yeah. So directly in the back, they set up. We have a big fence, and uh, the food trucks come directly. We open them up, and the food trucks just park right in the alley, and they come. And uh, this week we're having smiling Clydes. So not tr- not quite a truck, but it's a hot dog vendor. He's good, you know. And I he's a, smiling Clydes. He's good. A, yeah. He's a uh, Mount Carmel guy. So you know. Our owners like taking care of their own, so you that's know. awesome. What do you yeah. got going on this weekend here? We actually have a good band coming in from Florida, of all places, too. They're called the Back Country Boys. Um, they're out of that Ave Maria area in Florida. Will they play out here or inside? Yeah, they're going to be playing right as we're showing the CK underneath the big CK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As small of an area it is, they they we've had full five six member bands. By the way, can yeah. I tell the secret behind the CK? Because I love it. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So it says CK, and you're like Cork and Kerry. No. That's the CK at the end of an old Dominic sign, yes, right? Sir. Yep. You yep. guys like the Dominic's went out of business. You're like, we're gonna take the C and the K yeah. from a Dominic yeah. sign on the yeah. side, and Absolutely. we're gonna put it up there. Yes, sir. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. We were gonna. We tried to uh, take the red paint off 
and make it like maybe like a nice orange and green, but it's a little harder than you expected. No, I so. love it this way because yeah, well, if great. you know yeah. the secret, yeah. you're like, that's cool. Yeah. That's that's what Dominic. That's the last of the Dominic signs. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, the band they're uh, from Florida, and uh, it's all like 20, 21 year old kids. And so, playing country music from playing, Florida. Yeah, they covers. They got some of their own yeah. stuff. Those and, guys are gonna have a blast. Yeah, Imagine they, being twenty or twenty-one. Yeah, going to a different state, showing up and playing a bar like Cork and Carry. Well, their their dad, with I think it's a singer's dad, is uh, Kevin Joyce, who okay. used to be our alderman. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Joyce family, you know, everyone knows one of them from around here. And uh, so now they're out in Florida. They come in for like six weeks in the summer. And they get lined with good gigs like Bub City, places like that downtown. And then we have them once a summer too. So it's always a good turnout, and they're very good. That's which awesome. Is, you know, more importantly, I mean, I want to live there. I, I don't want to promote you know bad music. So you know, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> they're, they're very good. So all right. So what's what's bugging you these days? I don't I just got think two things. Things get under your skin. I know it's 16 inch softball season. You got angry about that last well, yeah, year. Is you that what, what you're gonna yeah, do? Yeah, but you know, Papa Hops is last week. So okay. you know, you know, you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. All right. But I did just come back from. Uh, uh, Minnesota, and I, I think flight, I think airlines need to adjust some things. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> so you know, the right in the middle of the plane is the emergency exits. Yeah. I strive to get the emergency exit seats because I'm six four and I need more leg room. Right. But then the then the, the flight attendant, you know, sir, like you know, your responsibility is by taking these seats. And my buddy of mine was telling me a story like his dad said, oh, I can't do that. Like, because you're supposed to help everyone out and you're like supposed to be the last ones out. Like, I'm sorry. If I'm sitting in the emergency exit, see ya, I'm gone. Oh, no, no, no. I, you know? I'm going to open the I'm gonna window. I'm going to lie. I'm going to open the door, right? But I'm number one. And I'm going to make sure my kids get out if they're with me, right? Okay. I don't All have right. that problem. I'm going to get yeah. my kids out. Yeah. But, if they, but other than that, I'm going to be like, hey, yeah. exit's open. Right. And I'm going to dive out yeah. of the exit. I'm first. I'll see you down there, you know? <laughs> But then also, like you saw how you mentioned your kids, then on the flight back, like they were doing, I don't know, it was either those little ass uh, rafts that's never going to fit around my neck right. or the oxygen mask. And a woman, I was around, everyone's older, and I'm around this woman, and the flight attendant's like, you know, you have to, um, children first. I'm like, yeah, yeah so I'm going to, this kid I don't know, I'm going to give him a raft before me? Like, no, I'm out of here, man. You know, like, you know, I'm, sorry, kid. See ya. Get out of my way. I don't I'm think he's your responsibility, though. He's somebody else's child. Well, yeah, but what if you got, like, four kids? I think, like, then they want everyone to help out. They want you to help some stranger's kids? That's my. That's what they told me. They said, you know what, children first. You know, I'm like, well, first off, like, let's not talk about this situation. You know what but- you do? Immediately, when that happens, you're like, I was already eating the peanuts. You don't have an allergy, do you? Like, <laughs> well, maybe not, somebody else could put well, that on you. If there is a real problem, I, I don't think they're going to reprimand me afterwards. <laughs> like, it's, 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 they're it's not going to reprimand yeah. you. If yeah. you have to use those little things that go around your neck, yeah. you're all dead anyway. Right. Right, exactly. You're all yeah. dead So it's anyway. like, you know, I understand, like, you got to do the hand signals, but, you know, I'm out of here, guys. If I can get out of here, I'm out of here. Right, you so, know? And so you got some issues with planes. Planes? Uh, just, oh, and seatbelts. Like, when you're up there, you're up there. Like, what is this belt doing for me? What if you had turbulence? You don't want to hit your head off the ceiling. Eh, I eh. guess. You know, I mean... <laughs> You know, it's, I don't know. I mean, I think they're kind of pointless if you ask me. And you always hit, you, you actually do always hit turbulence at some point. You do. Like the, the guys, the, the pilot comes on or the flight attendant, we're going to hit a little turbulence. And it's always like 45 minutes before you're actually about to land. Right. You know, but okay, I'll give you that. My second. You ever, you ever in the bathroom when the turbulence hits? No. Ooh, that's a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing. I've I'm been sure there. I'm sure it is. I've been there. You know, and the, so my second gripe, and it's been bothering me for a while, um, and I don't even know what the point of them are, but um, it just hit me today. Bumper stickers. 
Like, what a... You com- don't like bumper stickers? No, it's a complete joke. Like, and me and my buddy who's actually here right now, we used to send pictures all the time. 13.1 and the 26.2 ones. Oh, I hate those. Like, especially the 13 ones, it's like... Congrats on doing half the job. And <laughs> on top, no one likes a bragger, even if you are a 26.2. Like, you, like running's not good for you. So it's like, what are you doing, man? You know? And then on top, and then you, my uh, proud parent of, uh, you know, Sutherland Honor student, it's like, all right, so I get rear-ended, and this guy comes in yelling at me. He's at fault, technically. But the guy in front of me, I'm reading his bumper sticker. I'm reading about how little Susie's a proud uh, Sutherland uh, Honor student. Like, and this guy's rear-ending me from behind. It's like, no, that's not fair. Like are like ones where they have like the uh, stick people of how many kids are in their family. Like it's like mom, dad, and then they have three other. Like why do we think I care? Or baby on board? Like I sh- I hope ever. Like why are you letting me know this? Like just to be more careful. You, you know I I think you just don't like other people's children. You you don't care if they drown. You're you're not going to help them get out the emergency exit. You don't want to see their stick figures on the back of cars, and you don't give a crap whether or not they're an honor student. I think the theme of both of your problems in the air or in a car is all pretty much the same. You, you don't want to deal with their children. Did I tell you I just became an uncle two weeks ago, too? <laughs> oh, oh, what a lucky kid. <laughs> it's the South Side. It's the South Side. It's the South Side Pod. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning. Y'all come back now, you hear?